Hi, this is Kev Legs Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. In my continuing quest to bring you blues from around the world, we now travel over to, uh, are we in Sweden or Switzerland? Switzerland. Switzerland. Right. (laughs) 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 International, you say, international men and blues. And I'm joined by Chris Ellis and Edis Mano. Hello, peoples. How are you? We're great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Not a problem. And you're in the studio as we speak, I see. Right. Uh, does that we mean rehearsal in about an hour? We we rehearse for our tour. Right. Up. Yeah. So is it just rehearsals, or are you working on new material? Yeah, in the moment only rehearsed, but we have already the third album started and not finished yet. But we are in a good way to be ready, maybe mid next year for the third already. Right. Right. So the tour. Um, where will you be playing? Is it all across Europe, or are you staying fairly local? some kind local we go to germany austria luxembourg switzerland but we don't have dates in the uk so sorry so if a booker are listening (laughs) yes yes give (laughs) you a call you two guys got together following a late night conversation was this well i'm guessing it's at a bar Well, I, I, I was drunk already, but uh, but uh, no, we were both at home. Oh right! And I uh, I wrote him a WhatsApp message. Right. So, had you played together before or met up before? Yeah, I was a sound engineer for a, a group that Chris was uh, singing then, and we know each other since phew, maybe fifteen years or, or longer, mm-hmm. but not as musicians, more than a singer. And the sound engineer. I didn't tell him that I play guitar. So, for years I didn't know that he's uh, one of the best players I I uh, I know now. Yes. So, what was it that made you decide we want to play together then? That was your. It was my my decision. I I um I uh, it was late at night. I had a few glasses of wine and I thought by myself, why not? having a, 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 a some kind of fun group with with a guy and I, I wrote him a message and he got back to me immediately and um, the next day he called me and and told me that um, that uh, the group is uh, is already uh, uh, there with drummer and bass player and uh, when uh, he asked me when uh, when I want to have the first rehearsal yes it was very quick afterwards had you both grown up listening to blues music then? Yeah, I, I had. I think one of my first memories was a cassette from a family member of, of, of mine, and he was our uh, our our DJ, family DJ, something like that. And on that cassette was uh, John Lee Hooker stuff, Jimi Hendrix stuff, BB King stuff on it. And I listened that. I didn't know that was blues. I, I only loved the music. And then I, when I grew up, I, I, I listened really a lot of Jimi Hendrix stuff and, and, and a lot of B.B. King stuff and also rock and roll stuff like Zeppelin and and these days uh, a lot of uh, Tedeschi Trucks band, Gary Clark Jr. And um, yeah, I don't know. Well, so you were lucky, actually. My my parents were listening to a really awful sound uh, next to classic music, but that was okay. But uh, the rest was really awful, schlager and stuff. The, I had to educate myself a little bit. 
<laughs> well, I was thinking about this the other day that a lot of modern blues artists aren't strictly blues because as they've been growing up, they've listened to various stuff, southern rock, um, blues rock, all that kind of stuff. So there aren't any real out-and-out blues men nowadays. Would you agree? Totally, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not the, the typical blues musician. I would say, I, I uh, personally, I I listen to to blues, of course, but I I also listen to a lot of, as you said, southern rock, uh, the, the the whole American jam band scene, and um, and also psychedelic rock, prog rock. That's also my my favorite music. Yeah. So this album is it a mix of music then? Yes, I would say so. Yeah. Ambedo is, is already out, yeah, and on it is, I think we have classical blues stuff, like, like the song Breakfast, it's really classy blues, but we have also stuff like Fight for Peace or The Horrible Truth, that's pure rock and roll, I think, and, and also ballads uh, and, and soul music, Ambedo uh, Mind, is, uh, everybody tells that Chris sounds a little bit like Al Green, because oh well, yeah. And <laughs> at, we are open. We 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 have influenced also Nico and Severin, our uh, drummer and bass player. They also grow up listening to jazz and and different kind of music, and everything comes together now. And we decided to make music that that, that comes direct out of our hearts, and and we we're not limited to any genre. I would say, yeah. We do what we want to do, and that's that's very uh, refreshing to us. I would say. When it comes to songwriting, do you have a main songwriter or does somebody bring an idea in and you all work on it? Normally, we, I, I'm coming with an idea like a riff or chord progression or a melody and then we meet in Chris's place and... And then I tell him how it's done right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, and then we jam and when, when we hear something really interesting, we, we stop there work a little bit on that and go on and then when we have the feeling that sounds like a song we record it on the cell phone and go to the other two guys in here in the studio try it with with all instruments and if it feels good we record it because this here is also our recording studio and rehearsal room so we can do both at the same time do you know fairly early on whether a song is going to work or not yeah somehow yeah yeah, I would say so. If um, at the moment when we play it together the first time, I would say that then we already know that it's it's going to be good or not, and usually it it is good then because we're we're really uh, fascinated and excited about uh, our band members and they're very experienced and very good and it's 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 a lot of fun to work together with with all the guys and and it's it, it's uh, quite a fast uh, process that we that we're on always yeah and we don't write much songs that are don't come to the cd on a cd so we have maybe when we put 10 songs on a cd we have maybe 12 or 13 songs written and only two or three that didn't work so well like the others every song works somehow but i think i don't know why it's really that's because we're so good. You know, it's just, it's amazing. We're genius. No. Yeah, yeah. We're two assholes here. <laughs> but you were saying right near the start that you've both been in the business for quite some time now. True. Is this going to be your focus or will you still have side projects? All of us stopped with our side projects 
few weeks ago, a few months ago, a few years ago, because everybody believes so hard in this band, and we know it's only a matter of time to come to UK, play great shows all over Europe, and we have our output is big. We have a good crew, good uh, record company, promoters, everything, and I think we have to start play live because we were stopped when the first album came out because of the situation you know mm -hmm. and now so we hope that we can go from September we have I think 20 gigs and then next year we try hard to come to, to, UK, to the UK I used to sing in an acapella group for for over 20 years and it, it was somehow my main income uh, beside other projects and um, I just stopped. I just told them a few days ago that I will that I will uh, quit and uh, concentrate now on this group. That's actually a lot more fun to do and true music with true instruments and stuff. I mean, a cappella is not bad and it's it's it it has its its uh, its charm and everything. But but this is I I, I prefer real guitars and drums and stuff. So uh, they always say if it stops being fun, stop doing it. True. Yeah. So you were talking about the songwriting there, how you come in with the ideas. Would you do a covers album? No. I don't <laughs> that, that's not on the horizon yet. No, it's a big discussion uh, if we want to put a, a song in our live set because Chris can sing almost like Joe Cocker. I come on. Not really. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard to find uh, a singer and... We, I think our first show we, we played with a little help from my friend, the Joe Cocker's version, and that's really everybody had big eyes and wow, that was so good. But that's take away the, the, the how do you say, the, the focus from our songs. Yeah. And that's, I think, the main reason why we have enough songs, we have enough fun playing our songs. And I think it's not necessary to, to, to cover in the moment. I don't know. Maybe in a few years. I'm not. I'm not so uh, excited to play covers anymore. I I did that now for the <laughs> yeah. thirty years. I I have enough covers and gala shows and and corporate gigs and stuff. I I, I prefer true music now from Original. our heart. And um, have you considered putting yourself forwards for the international blues challenge? Maybe we don't know yet. We we had uh, we played in the Swiss blues challenge something like that and they didn't like us Kev. Can you um, that? We were, we were destroyed after that. <laughs> it was terrible. We did I think second or third place we don't know but uh, I don't know maybe next year. Because there are the, the blues purists out there that say it's got to sound like this and like we say it's, it's a bit of a mix nowadays. Yeah but here in Switzerland I think they searched a really traditional blues group mm. and we played also rock and roll songs and also an, an a ballad ballad a little country ask and maybe we weren't uh, we were not bluesy enough I think yeah yeah that's a problem but also a benefit because people from different styles can uh, start loving our music and we have somehow for everybody something to offer yeah you know what I mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So you've got the tour dates penciled in now. You've got ideas for the next album. What else is on the cards? We have big fun to record, produce music videos. 
Right. We, yeah, we're going to make a lot of live videos and, and I think videos from for the second and also for the next album. We want to have the best live set a band ever had. That's mm -hmm. our main goal. So we keep working on that. And I don't know. Well, yeah, um, it's it's about um, it's the, the way is quite traditional. We need we need videos. We need we we need recordings and we need gigs. And um, we work with a, with a good company and and we have great stuff around us and and we we will um, we already have the the rough versions of nearly all the songs for the third album. And we have we will have to finish that one and um, looking forward to make the videos for for this one. Yeah. Well, I've seen your name on social media on the internet, and it it looks like the future is bright for you. You must be excited. We are. We are, and surprised. We're very surprised actually. The the feedback, especially from from the UK, is uh, is uh, fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. Well, hopefully we will get to see you over here sometime. And uh, if you do, maybe we can meet up in person. That would be fantastic. Yes. Okay, well, thank you for taking the time out to do this, and I wish you all the best for the future. Thank, thank you, you very much, Kev. You too. And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there, and there will be more as we record more for the show, and we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come. And, of course... If you want to hear the whole show, there is always Listen Again. I'll see you next time. Take care.